0: But go ahead and, and open up your Bibles to Acts chapter 2. We're going to continue. This is actually part three. I haven't spoken in two weeks here. Um, uh, but we're going to continue part three of, uh, of a, a message, a series called AD. And so uh, this is after Jesus died. What um, What happened? And so let's dive right into it. Um, Acts chapter 2, we're gonna start reading in verse 1. It reads like this On the day of Pentecost, this is shortly after Jesus died on the cross, on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were, were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, everybody say real loud, suddenly. suddenly. Oh, you sound good. Raise your hand if you had coffee today. Absolutely, God God loves when you drink coffee. He even wrote a book about it. It's called Hebrews. (laughs) Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven. "'like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. "'And it filled the house where they were sitting. "'Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire "'appeared and settled on each one of them. "'And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit "'and began speaking in other languages.'" as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. The subtitle is Beyond Your Imagination. Uh, About every six months, I decide I want to learn how to speak Spanish, and so I get uh, these CDs, and I put them in my car, and I try to learn Spanish, and it's just its absolutely terrible. Um, I I, I tried to practice the other day, and I I saw this Hispanic lady in her mid-40s, and I said, um, Hola, señorita. Well, I know for a fact that she's got like four or five kids, and she's been married for about twenty years. I did. I thought señorita was like ma'am. Well, señorita, if I understand this, is like young virgin in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, I feel real stupid, i tell you that. My point is is that learning a language is not all that easy, but it's beyond our imagination that in just one moment, all of these people in the upper room learned a heavenly language in just one moment. And, And I want you to know that this gift is still available today. And uh, it's pretty amazing. It's beyond your imagination. And in Paul, in Ephesians, uh, if you can, turn to Ephesians chapter three. He actually prays that our imagination could go there. He prays that we would just as a glimpse begin to understand how awesome God is. It let's read this Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. This is Paul speaking. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources. Imagine if you had unlimited money. That's crazy unlimited resources that he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. This is his prayer. When Paul prays for the people, this is what he was praying. And he says this in verse 17, then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And you may have the power to understand. I'm also going to pray that you would have the power to understand. Because it, it's, it's a miracle. It's a gift to understand. This is what he's saying. How wide. Well, no, let me see. Uh, I skipped it. Hold on. A power to give to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high and how deep his love is. It's, I pray that you could understand how much he loves you. That's what he's saying in verse 19, that you may experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand, you're never really going to understand how great God loves you. You're never fully going to understand it. But if you can even come close, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. This is the beyond our imagination type of God that we serve. It's, it's beyond our imagination. In fact, when Samson was, was born, a guy in the Old Testament, before he was born, an angel showed up to uh, Samson's father and told him about Samson. And his, his wife wasn't even pregnant yet. With Samson, and he's looking at the angel of the Lord, and he's just freaking out. And he looks at the angel of the Lord, and he says, What's your name? And the angel of the Lord says back to him, you can't even understand my name. My name is so wonderful, you can't even understand it. It's it's beyond just the name is beyond the imagination. Sometimes when I pray, I say, God, I just want one thing today. I just want one thing. Help me to understand a little bit more of how much you love me. It's beyond our imagination. And uh, you know, there's a a, a guy in the Bible by the name of Peter. He went from uh, working miracles to a whole new category of miracles that... The writer that was watching Peter do these things was just completely blown away. It it was almost like there was an atmosphere around Peter that caused miracles to happen without people even praying for a miracle. They noticed Peter's, his routine. Every day he would walk down the same street, down the same street. And people, one person, one person in particular thought, you know what? I'll bet you that this this atmosphere, this aroma, this, you know, you ever meet somebody when they come into a room, they just got energy and you're like, man, you got some energy with your personality. You got charisma. Well, he had more than that. There was just some magnetism and somebody looked at him and thought, I'll bet you that just his shadow, if I can just get under his shadow. I would be healed because the presence of God is that thick around them. And and sure enough, somebody got healed and people started lining the streets. It's interesting that God is just beyond our imagination. There's one person in particular that showed us that sometimes you don't even have to pray. You don't even have to ask God for miracles. And God, Jesus... In, in, in a certain way, it doesn't even look like he's about to give a miracle and a miracle still happens. There was one woman in particular that was looking at Jesus and she thought to herself, I'll bet that if I just touch his clothes... I could be healed. Now this has never ever been done before. This has never ever been done before. What am I talking about here? I've given three examples so far. People are praying in an upper room. All of a sudden they learn a language. All of a sudden uh, uh, Peter is walking down the street and a shadow touches somebody and they get healed. Now this lady's looking at Jesus and they're like, I bet you if I just touched the hem of his garment. I'll be healed. She runs over and just touches his clothes. The first time this has ever happened. There was no books written that says this is how you can receive your miracle. There was no seminars about this is how you can receive your miracle. It was just one girl, one lady that thought, you know what, I'll bet, I'll bet. Anytime you have a thought about God, anytime you have a drawing about God, Follow that because that could be God introducing you to something that nobody has ever experienced before. There are phases and dimensions of the Holy Spirit just waiting to be un- to be revealed. Don't get caught up in looking at other people's story to determine what your future is going to look like. Don't ever think about that. Sometimes whenever I'm praying, I'm praying for something and a thought will come to my mind, well, so-and-so has been praying for this miracle for years and it's never happened to them. Why would it ever happen to me? Why would my prayer happen if their prayers aren't happening? And I just feel the Holy Spirit tell me, Don't worry about them. You worry about you. I got a plan for you. I've got blessings for you. You don't worry about them. That's not your business. You keep on praying. You keep on fasting. You keep on worshiping me because what God has for you is your own plan. It's greater than what your imagination. Don't try to understand God. God's worldwide global agenda. Don't look at other people's life. You don't know where their faith is. You don't know what their relationship with God is. You don't know how much they're really praying. You don't know how much hidden sin is in their life. Don't try to determine what God is going to do in your life just because of what you see doing in their what you see God doing in their life. Someone say that's good. All of a sudden the Bible says this that other people saw her touch his clothes. Now watch this real quickly. Look at uh, Mark chapter six, verse 56, imploring him that they might just touch the fringe of his cloak. As many as touched it were being cured. One lady touched the hem of his garment, and all of a sudden everyone went, whoa, we didn't know that was possible. Now everybody's trying to touch his clothes, and they're being healed. It just took one person to say, I believe God can do what he's never, ever done before. You know what's so fascinating is that Paul, he did uh, some phenomenal, phenomenal miracles. But in Acts chapter 19, a whole new category of miracles started being written about. A whole new category because miracles had been happening through the entire book of Acts. And then all of a sudden, there was a new category of miracles. Watch this. Acts chapter 19, verse 11. God was perfor- performing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. So we've had miracles. Now we're talking extraordinary miracles. It, what am I saying here? Don't limit God. Just continue to put your mind's attention and your heart's affection on God. One time Paul was in prison. People came up to him and said, you know, we, we need you to pray for this person. And, and Paul said, you know what? I'll tell you what, take this, take this clothes right here and let me pray for this, this clothes, this material, and, and bring this material to the person who needs to be healed. And, and so he prayed for it and they took the clothes and, and brought it to the person that needed to be healed. And they were, Healed. This has never happened before. God is constantly introducing things that have never, ever happened before. The situation that you're in right now is unlike any other situation in this whole room. What you're stressed out about, nobody else is stressed out about. You have a unique situation. You have a unique problem. Some of you are sitting in this room listening to me and you're saying, preacher, you don't know where I'm at. You're right. I don't know where you're at. But God is in the unique, powerful, miracle business. He is in the business of doing unique things that he has never, ever done before. Absolutely. Put your hands together for that. But it involves saying, I am all in. Now, some of you are waiting for that day where you have no doubt. You have no doubt. You have faith from here to here. And there is not a drip of doubt in your whole body. Let me just let you know, I'm not trying to be negative, but that's very unlikely. It's it's probably not going to happen. Faith. This is so, oh my goodness, this is so important. This is so important. Faith is not the absence of doubt. It is the presence of belief. You're never going to be at a place where you have no doubt. The issue is, how much do you believe? Don't pay attention to how much doubt you have. Pay attention to how much belief you have. Are you with me? It involves saying, I'm giving you all that I have. And right now, friends, we're going to watch people give their life in a way that they never have before. And God's going to move in their lives like he's never had before in response. Take a look at this.
1: Hi, my name is Ariel. I'm 17. And I was saved at an old church that I was at when I was 13. And my brother and sister are also getting baptized here, and I just want to help, and I want to join, and I want to be closer to God myself. I just want to thank my mom and dad for bringing me here to Celebration Church, and it has really helped build my faith, and it's been a great experience here.
2: Hello, my name is Tristan, and I am 13 years old. My family started coming to the church, and that's when I gave my heart to God. I want to get baptized so I can be closer to God.
3: Hello, my my name is Aubrielle and um I'm five and I wanna be I wanna be baptized because I want to be sparkling clean for God. Okay, hi, my name is Emma. I I'm nine years old, I got saved whenever I was eight years old, and I was a little bit afraid whenever I was eight years old to get baptized, but now I have confidence to do it on today, So, and I'm happy that I will go to the Lord whenever I die.
4: Yes, um, my name is Nicole Carciolo, I've been a member of the church for a year now, coming up on a year, and like Pastor Frankie said, you'll never be the same, it has not been the same, has changed my life completely. I got baptized in the Catholic Church, raised in the Catholic Church all my life as a young child. I don't remember the age exactly, but um, all through the years I just felt kind of like there wasn't a connection, there wasn't a spirit in me, and so I was shopping recently, in the area, and going to the Woodlands, looking around, and I found Pastor Frankie, and it just it just hooked me. So I haven't left since, and um, that was in May of last year, in October. I got a diagnosis of uh, the early stages of cancer in my breast, and um, I've gotten through it, and I had, uh, it's, it's very curable, and I'm going through radiation now. I had a lumpectomy. But I will say that I've had hands of healing. My, my, my I have a, a prayer group every other Friday night that I go to with Susan, and um, it's got me through it. It's actually really got me through this. I think He knew I was going to have to have this five months prior to me when I got here, and um, I've gotten through it. Um, it's I'm very curable. I'm going through the last phases of, and I'm getting healed. I just uh, want to say that this has changed my life and I'm glad I found it here. I came here to my church home and found my church home and um, just wanted to thank all the staff and all, you know, Pastor Frankie for getting me through this and um, I look forward to being connected to him. Um, I see a lot of things and footprints on me, things in my life that have changed, money, um, people in my life that just, it's not, it's not um, coincidence, it's its definitely, I feel the spirit now in my life, and I have a long way to go, but I'm on my journey. Yeah, I would just like to thank Celebration Church for the season they've gotten me through, and I would just like to thank everyone involved, and um, I appreciate all you've done for me through this hard time and, and forward in the future.
3: My name is Kendall Rickett, and I'm 10 years old. I was saved when I was seven, and now I want to get baptized to show God how much he means to me and how much I love God and Jesus, and so they can just wash all my sins away. I just want to say thank you, Mom and Dad, for bringing me to church and teaching me about Jesus Christ.
5: Hi. My name is Caleb, and uh, the whole reason to get baptized for me is to leave back. a life that I've had before. My dad left at a really, really early age, and when he did, he he started going in and out of prison and jail throughout the years. And then uh, me and my mom started buttonheads later on because we moved around a lot. My mom wasn't always there because she was trying to do what she had to do for us. But uh, I came to Celebration Church. I was in a I was in a rough season. Uh, Whenever I came here, I didn't really want to talk to anybody, I was sort of the shadow in the crowd and um, I started going to the events that Proximity asked me to come to. uh, One of the the people that I met that actually helped me pull me out, a lot of you may know her, her name was Allie. Allie was the person that helped me get on my feet, come out of my shell, and then Pastor Lance and Mike Berry. Everyone here at Celebration has had some sort of part in me getting on the right track, on the right path. And I want to start new. I want to have a new life. I want to grow spiritually. And I want to be watered like a tree. I want to grow. I want to thank everybody at Celebration for getting me on my feet and where I need to go for God. I especially want to thank proximity and I really, really want to thank my mom for dragging me here and making sure I came.
6: My name is Karen Willis. Um, When I was younger, I was abused, uh, not only physically but mentally. Um, The people who I thought loved me had hurt me and twisted the Word of God during that process. Um, With coming to Celebration Church, I've met a couple who have taken me under their wings and shown me what true uh, love and healing means through Christ. I am now ready to rededicate my life and come forward with baptism. I just want to thank Becky Santos for inviting me to Celebration Church and for changing my life.
7: Hello, my name is Chris, and I want to be baptized because I'm a Marine vet of nine and a half years, and I did four tours of combat and was released after my fourth tour by the doctor's approval because of things that, you know, happened out there. And while I served my tours, I sat there and I saw anger, hate, destruction, and death on both sides of the war. And because of all that, I was put in an icy, dark place by the enemy. Which led my heart to have nothing but anger and hate, which was because of everything that I saw. And ever since coming to celebration, I feel no other point that's best for me to sit there and be baptized now because I used to have frequent nightmares and I forced myself not to sleep because I didn't want to see what I saw when I was asleep. And ever since being here, I've almost cease to exist with those nightmares, I can actually sleep. I have an amazing woman on my side that's with child right now, and I have some amazing people here that have just pushed me further and further to knowing Christ and things that I didn't know before, and it's the perfect time for me to break free from that icy darkness and know and feel the warmth and light, which is Jesus Christ. I just want to say thank you to my aunt, who's like a second mother to me, Tommy Rico, and her family for bringing me and introducing me to Celebration Church. It's meant the world to me, and I really have found a church family that I can call my home. Hi,
8: my name is Josh, and I am from Dallas. I've only been in the Houston area for about a year now, and I've been coming to Celebration Church for two months. I've been saved for 13 years. And I believe now is time for me to be baptized. I found out recently here at celebration that y'all would be doing it, and I was like, yes, it's time, I want this. I've been wanting it for so long. My life hasn't always been so easy. There's been a lot of up and downs like many of y'all have all had. I was in a marriage with a woman who I thought loved me, but that turned out to not be the case, and there was a divorce to go with that. Um, but now God, he has fixed my life. He has put me in the right path and I am so happy with, for the person I am with, for my job and for the future that I can see that I have. And I just wanna be baptized to further enhance my relationship with the Lord and Jesus. Thank you, Shelly, for inviting me to come to Celebration Church. It has been a blessing.
3: My name is Kinley, and I'm 8, and I'm going to be 9 in July. And I I was in the car, and I prayed to God. I wanted to do it in church, but then I was thinking about it, and I just decided to do it in the car. And my mom, I asked her, can I get baptized? And she went and asked, like, do you?" Uh, she asked the church and she said, when is the next baptized thing coming up? And she's, and the people said, not too long. So they said it was next Sunday. So uh, I, mom told me that we were going to, I was going to get baptized and I was really excited. And I knew it was asking Jesus into my heart and how to like, to be as Satan. He's coming into my heart and like, Dying for my sins and, like, helping me and I just thought it was good to do and I was pretty happy when I found out that I was going to be baptized.
1: My name is Luke, I'm seven, Um, I asked Jesus in my heart a few years ago and I want to get baptized because I want to clean out my heart. Mommy and Daddy, thank you for telling me about Jesus. Hi, my name is Nathan, and I'm seven years old, and I want to be baptized because I want to wash all my sins away.
2: My name is Austin, and I'm 18 years old, and and I guess the way to start it started off probably when I was 11 years old, my family started to let's say fall apart. I don't like saying that, but it's true, unfortunately. And I was I was in a position where I had to make a few decisions that would actually greatly impact people I care about, my family, most of all. And during during this kind of tough time, I kinda of moved towards my grandmother, her name is Elizabeth. And honestly, that's how, you know, my love for this religion, you know, she opened up my heart towards God and Jesus Christ is my savior, you know, she's the one who started it all. And I'm very grateful for that. And as it went on, I did make some tough decisions. Um, I'm not saying I liked them, but uh, it it was, you know, it it paid off over the years, you know, I I was surrounded by people who wanted to help me, who wanted to see me succeed. And sure enough, I have succeeded so far. I, I know what I want to do, I know who I want to be, and I know who I want to be with um, Abigail Starks. And um, I, should, I have her to thank, and her mother, Stacey Starks, also, for helping me open up towards this religion as well. I mean, if I wouldn't be, honestly, I wouldn't be here getting baptized right now if it weren't for those two. I just want to say thank you to Stacey Starks for bringing me here. She's the reason I'm at this church, and I'm very grateful for her doing so, and thank you, Miss Starks.
1: Hi, I'm Abigail Starks. Um, I'm 19 years old. Um, I've been coming to Celebration Church for four, three or four years now, and it's been a real blessing. Uh, the reason why I wanna get baptized is because um, during the difficult times before, we um like I've been baptized at a church before this and but during that time difficulties with my family and friends and moving came and our church was falling apart so I was thinking to myself what should I do now? And my life has just been going downhill, but since we've been going here, uh, I feel like my life's been changed and renewed. So I've been wanting to get baptized here to start like something new here. Um, ever since me and my family have been looking for churches, we found um, celebration and it just feels like home. And I thank everyone for that because we feel a part of this church now.
2: Hi, my name is Seth. I'm age 13, and when I was six, I was baptized. And ever since, when, I was that, when I was six years old, I never really understood what it meant, and my life has been changing drastically from then. And I've been going to Celebration Church, and then from here, I went to Now Camp. And at Now Camp, I was saved, and I really wanted to get baptized since I know what that means now. I just want to thank you, Celebration Church. It's been life-changing.
1: Hello, I'm Elijah, and I'm 12 years old, and I got saved when I was seven years old, and I want to be baptized because I don't want to just say that God's in my heart. I I want to be able to say, I've been baptized. I know God is in my heart. I want to thank my dad for bringing me to Celebration Church. And teaching about Jesus Christ.
6: Hi, my name's Caitlin. I'm 20 years old. And when I was 8 years old, I got baptized. And since then, I, as life went on, I kind of uh, fell off the path I was wanting to walk. And a lot has happened since then. When I was 19, I found out I was pregnant, and my ex uh he took off as soon as I told him and uh, it was hard and I told my mom and she um she told me you need to get back in church you need the strength in your faith because if you need to be strong it's now you need to be strong for you and your daughter and so I went back to church and it was a great decision and um, it's, I feel like um, I'm in a time in my life where I want to just draw a new line and start a new life with walking in faith with God and for my daughter I just want her to be in church as well since day one she's been going to church and and that's just my hopes that this getting baptized will be a new life so I can strengthen my faith. I just want to thank my mom, Eileen, for inviting me to this Celebration Church. It's a start to something new. Hi, I'm
9: Ellie Rifley. <laughs> for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm married to Rich Riffley, and my story really began 20 years ago when I got saved. I was pregnant with my daughter and as any mom would, you pray over your children that they'd come to know the Lord. I didn't really get the whole being saved thing. And at a point later on in my daughter's life, I got divorced and I was a single mom. And then it was more about work and taking them to church, but I didn't feel that God had a place for me anymore. I asked God three years ago to really show me what He had planned, because it was obvious my plans weren't working out, and He did. He really wrapped Himself around me, and then two years ago, I went through some of the hardest things that I had to go through, and He brought me rich. My husband's a very spiritual man. He's very grounded in his love for Christ and He helped me walk through many deliverances. And my daughter, who just blessed me in December with the the biggest joy of my life, my granddaughter, has been moved through lots and lots of prayers. My daughter was moved by Christ just recently and I felt that I had to honor what God has been doing and all the changes that he's brought to me, I had to honor that by making a commitment, by making a public commitment, that he's got a bigger plan for me and he's got a life ahead of me that I could never have imagined. And I just, I wanna make this to show him I honor him. I just want to say thank you to Judy Slater for inviting me to Celebration Church, for allowing me to grow and put down roots, and I just want to thank her for her friendship, her love, and thank her again for showing me what a church family is all about. Thank you, Judy.
10: My name is Joseph. I Reached a point in my life where I was alone. I've never felt that alone in my life I made some mistakes in a marriage that cost me my marriage and it cost me all the time with my children that I wish I had and I got down and I prayed one day and I Signed up for Joel's doing some emails and I got something and it kind of awoken something in me and from there I kind of put it on the back burner let it go and try to Control things again and put it, keep it in my hands. And finally, God brought somebody in my life that actually comes here and reintroduced God and laughter back into my life. Kind of woke me back up. And within three or four services of being here, I was saved again. I came back to Christ, and the awakening that it brought into me was, it, it was amazing. So all I can say, it was. It lifted something off of me that I didn't realize was holding me down. And like, my spirit just was looser, I guess, more carefree. And that person, I'm forever grateful that they brought me here and introduced me to that. And through that time of coming here a few months later, I brought friends and they're coming. And I I love sitting with them in church every Sunday. it just felt like it was time for me to take the next step, to have that spiritual cleansing that I feel would come with a baptism. It's, it feels like God has pushed me, all right, this is the next step on the road that I'm trying to guide you, prod you, push you down, because you try to control it too much by yourself. You just need to learn to let it go and let me handle it. And that's why I'm, re- I'm ready to do this now. I'm, I'm excited. A little scared, but excited. I want to say thank you, Jennifer, for inviting me to Celebration Church. And for that, I will be forever grateful.